practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. I got some twin bang news. <laughs> you, you got more news than that, my friend. You, you sent me the story of the century, but hit, uh, <laughs> all right, uh, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I got single Bing, H-Face here. And then Bing 2, Case. Welcome. Uh, it, uh, my parents were visiting last yes. week. Right. And randomly, we were all just like hanging out, having dinner. And then my dad, like, I was like, are you Jeff Bezos? Were you listening onto my conversations? He's like, you guys know the old twin Bing? And I got really? this like weird flush, like... I had this, con- but it wasn't you. Like, I felt like I was, like, displaced in reality. Because I was like, I I was just talking about the twin being. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it, like, came out conversation, and he was like, because, you know, and it, like, makes sense because he owns and runs a, a gas station. Sure, of course. So he's hip to, like, the new candies. Like, they bring in, like, new candy for him to try. So I don't know why it came up. It just went. You know the old twin bang? They're doing caramel now. And I like like Chevy Chase with the taco from Three Amigos. It just went uh, 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 (laughs) like I just dropped my taco because I was like, I just you have no idea how long I talked about twin bings. Not (laughs) recently. (laughs) 72 hours ago. That one, your dad, you don't think about it because he runs the convenience store. But they send him yeah. new candies to try? What is he? Tom Hanks from Big? It's the best job ever. <laughs> I know. Cause he, and then my mom started talking about it. She's like, yeah, your dad will bring home these candies and have me try them. Oh, I'm like, a candy nerd. I hit me to the oh, new for sure. the new flavors. But I feel like an older generation. So we're candy nerds. So I feel as candy nerds, we understand that. They haven't come up with a good new candy in 25 years. It's always like yeah, it was sour like... gummy toenails. You know, it's like the <laughs> stupid or like, what can we add nerds to now? It's a nerds football. It's like, oh, well, right. I and I feel like the uh, the nerds uh, chocolate equivalent is anything that has to do with Reese's. Sure. Because they had the like fast break or whatever. It was yep. just like they took a Reese's cup and like. Turned it into a ca- a bar. It became long, yeah. And then they and broke they were Reese's like, yeah, that's pieces, new, right? They broke Reese's pieces and put them in a candy put bar. them inside the ca- yeah. So they talking about the twin bing. I know we're past the candy craze of October, but that reminds me, twin bing used to do a king size, a king bing, but it a was king bing, but a king bing, but it was three humps. I don't think, trademarked, I don't think they called it a King Bing. They should have. But it was just called Twin Bing King Size. So it was three Bings. (laughs) Which is obviously a paradox. I get, like, Twin Bing has this, because then the conversation turned to, they were talking about friends of theirs who no longer live in South Dakota. Yeah. And they'll come back and buy Bings by the pallet. (laughs) It's like I used to and go back like, and what? buy this is... cigarettes at a casino. Yeah, yeah. And like then we we luckily enough have a, a candy shop 
down the street from where we live is called Rocket Fizz. We went we went to one that when we were in Portland for Henning and Aaron's wedding. So it's like a legit crazy candy store that has any type of candy that you old or new. If it's in stock, they have it. So we went to get like treats for my nieces for my parents to take back. And of course, they have a whole Bing section. So we got the twin Bing and I had it for the first time since I was a kid. It tastes like like a story about the World War II. It does, like it is right? like the oldest person's candy cuz it's not like super like rich. It is very like muted. Yeah. It tastes like the way World War II footage put in color feels. It's like Necco wafer territory. Oh, yeah. It's like, it tastes like, and I, I was laughing because my dad loves like chocolate covered cherries. So that's like his thing every crisp, Christmas. The Queen Anne. He gets a box of chocolate chocolate covered cherry. Yeah. Uh, so then I was like, oh my God, it makes sense because the Twin Bing is like for the poors. Those of us who can't sit on top of our mountain of gold and eat our chocolate covered cherry, you go down to the general general store and get your twin bing <laughs> and what i didn't realize until i looked at the wrapper twin bing made in sioux city iowa just across the river basically made in watertown that's a good one so we're yeah we're bing territory sioux uh, city Sa- a sarsaparilla and a twin bing you're in, there you go what are you a cowboy you're not gonna sleep for days <laughs> yeah i could see a cowboy having a he's got his Sir Walter Raleigh pipe tobacco, <laughs> yeah. and then a twin Bing in his calf kidneys, like uh, cured pouch. You know, oh yeah, twin Bing is a cowboy candy for sure. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure everybody's glad we're talking about candy for the fifth episode in a row. But yeah, that That's... is a perfect transition talking about um, old Bezos Van Heel because mm-hmm. I got suckered in by the listening devices that we have in our pocket every day and i've like mm-hmm. already it hasn't been but like five days of excuse me i've had to wean myself off so meg and i have been playing yahtzee uh oh you know yeah, yahtzee yeah. just uh oh, like yeah. when ruby goes to bed instead of like you know watching a netflix doc on a war criminal Forensic which file. we are yeah um oh yeah that that what about the nazi oh, next door it's so good we're gonna start it tonight pin it pin it oh yeah yeah there's oh okay so uh pin that but because i obviously i won't spoil anything for you but um oh oh yahtzee so we've been playing it it's been fun and my phone overheard it so it like inundated me with an ad called yahtzee for buddies and it's an app and it's uh-huh. just like words for friends but you play yahtzee with people around the world on your yeah. phone you roll and play yahtzee against mm-hmm. people but it is so japanime candy crush design Ooh. it's not yahtzee gals panic we get a little like uh, it is bonus yahtzee action central i went from playing because i was staying out at my brother's place and meg was staying here because i don't know if people can hear my voice we all got sick at like separate times so we we're all like kind of separated oh yeah so Same I, here. I went from playing Yahtzee with Meg to now I got 15 games going with people around the world. But not that. Ooh. That's not the like the addicted part. It's they give you prize bonuses and your prize bonuses mm-hmm. come in the form of scratch tickets. 
So you scratch off these tickets, and the way you oh, get you more... Get, you get fake scratchers? You get fake oh, scratchers. You join a tournament family, and based oh, on how God. your family does, you get more scratchers. And so you enter these tournaments, which you yeah. qualify for, but then you have to wait to enter again. Because every, you know, five minutes it says, buy a bonus pack of scratchers for four ninety nine, or watch an advertisement for 15 seconds and get a free bonus scratcher. So all of a sudden, I was just like, I gotta, like, I gotta get more groceries for my Yahtzee family because you play Yahtzee for like bags of groceries, and the more groceries you get, the <laughs> oh my more God, This is like a fucking like <laughs> so rope. And it's <laughs> amazing. And you live in a men's shelter. <laughs> yeah. And then you get like play Yahtzees for breakfast, and they entice me. I'm like, all right, I'm playing too much Yahtzee, and they're like. Did you know you haven't claimed your bonus? My bonus was special custom Yahtzee dice, which was so perfect because it was Yahtzee dice. And Those each bones, side of baby. Yahtzees, it was a denim Yahtzee dice where each side was a back pocket with the number. Oh, shut the fuck up. They are made for you. <laughs> oh, so it's just perfect. <laughs> and it gets me. It calls denim me Yahtzee dice? That's fucking amazing if anybody out there wants to play yahtzee with buddies with me my name is h face hf don't do that i deleted my account because it is totally addictive and uh i'm trying to wean down but i'll play people but like you play like Mm -hmm. this this month is thanksgiving themed so you play like thanksgiving themed computers and then you collect them as though you're collecting yeah what are those figures with the big heads? They look like oh, bobbleheads. No, they're like trendy now. Oh, like the Funko Pops. Yeah, pop. So you collect once you beat like Turkey Float Pop, you own him like you're, you it's know, yours. a demon collecting souls. So I beat, and they all have like like Yahtzee, like Yahtzee themed names. Like so, I beat Beetlejuice, but his name's Three Told Deuce. And now I own three old dudes. I love that. Like oh, now, man, life is imitating is really... jerk practice sketch. Three old juice, like a Yahtzee themed Beetlejuice. <laughs> That's something we would have spent hours in a in a meeting trying to write about. And it's like it's a reference of a reference oh. of a reference. Yeah, it's uh, three old juice. Uh, oh my god, that's amazing. I, I I was up to like four. It just got me so quick. I don't know. I mean, it was so perfect. And it's the way it got me was like, oh, they got me laughing about it. Like, wow, they got me. And then I lost five hours. And I'm nudging people, my family in my tournament like, dude, play your turn. Come on. We need these bonus rolls. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny because it's like, I know these things. I know the app games are like fucking cia mind control like i get it because they're so expertly conditioned and it's like i may have talked about on the podcast but i worked back when we were still living in new york i worked with a guy like fucking hilarious bartender like just that guy like a brooklyn bartender guy and he was playing the simpsons game Mm. the app game yes we buy donuts he got me would you yeah buy donuts and he would just He'd do it at work, he'd smoke weed, and he would just spend his girlfriend's money because it was her, like, Apple thing. And his town was beautiful. So he Like, paid. he explained the game. Oh, yeah, he paid hundreds of dollars before this was over to get 
and he showed it to me. I was like, oh, that's cool. It could be a fun thing to have on your phone. And, like, I got into the, like, time of, like, because you set the timer. And it's like, you make Homer go to the store for two hours, but then you got to check back in to claim your donut and, like, unlock the characters. And I was like, this is the worst. Oh, yeah. Because it was expertly made. It had all the Easter eggs. So if you're, like, a Simpsons nerd, had everything. It had fucking oh, yeah. everything. Bumblebee Man. Um, so I was just like, these games are bad, man. But they're you just really, set it on yeah. on a on a clock. You just got to keep checking in, keep checking in, keep and checking in. Yeah, you can pay four dollars for a hundred donuts, or they give you a timer and they're like, "Come back in fifty five minutes. We'll get you a couple free donuts. That'll get you right yeah. to the precipice of where you have to come back in another hour because you'll give you five donuts, but the next step is to have six donuts. So you get your five donuts and like. Don't you sure you don't want to just buy that donut? You got another hour to spend. Just come on back. We'll give you another advertisement. Uh, And then Ashley's boss at the time ran the hotel she worked for, like dude from fucking Hungary, like Hungarian dude, thick accent, huge guy, just very like an intimidating guy. Yeah, he played that game so much, and his big thing was he didn't spend a fucking penny. Good for him. So he just. It was years of his life. Yeah. Like, Ashley would be like, him. I was in a meeting with him. And we're talking about, like, close to millions of dollars in revenue. Like, this is a very serious conversation. And he's going, ring, ring. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. And just, and that's all it is. It's just that weird, like, Pavlovian, like, you click it to collect it. Mm-hmm. So, like, he would spend, like, an hour every two hours just like click 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 just clicking on his little properties and like i played it like i get it it's very satisfying but it's like you gotta fucking just step back gotta go and it it attaches on like we like i i think or at least me certain people are collectors by nature you know this you're a comic book guy you know i like political oh yeah i can't resist i can't fucking resist right and that you, I, I, back in the day, I caught myself shelling out. I feel like before kids, that's a trope, but shell out a little mm-hmm. more than you would now. You don't you second guess yourself now. Yeah. But with this Yahtzee with buddies, sure, man, I'm collecting Threedle Deuce and <laughs> Turkey Deuce or whatever else I got in there, <laughs> Denim Dice. Uh, I just love how quickly you can create your own like subculture. Like it's this wild. is a a Yahtzee yeah. game. It's Absolutely. literally just the game Yahtzee, like Parker Brothers or Milton Bradley, same fucking game it's always been. Except now, but with the app, it's gotta be ooh, it's like Vegas month, so like ooh, yeah. I gotta collect the palms dice. Oh, there's so there's literally ten thousand different types of dice. There, and I'm that's not an exaggeration. Like I was like, ooh, maybe I'll collect them all. And I started scrolling. And it, there was so much to scroll because it shows you, like, the blank dice, like, with a lock sign on it, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm scrolling, and I'm scrolling, and I'm scrolling, and finally I was like, all right, I'll just go to the home screen because the scroll never stops. Um, Meg was speaking of, like, you're uh, actually in that meeting with that guy on Simpsons. I was, was it today? Yes, it doesn't matter. I was sitting on the couch with Meg, looking down at my phone, playing Yahtzee with Shabazz, you know, from Australia. <laughs> right, yeah on our third game um because if we play four games against each other we get a rivalry badge and we each get like 100 xp um 
So she just oh, man, there's so many angles. Like they got you both because you're like, let's just if we're gonna do one game, we might as well do four. They have a different section, and I caught myself here because I obviously I'd never. I'm too cheap to spend a dime. Um, but they have a section where like if you want, you know, scratchers and bonus die, scroll down this page and it's actual retail websites and it's you don't have to buy anything, but it's sign up at the Nike store for an account. What? Open a Macy's card like... and get bonus <laughs> rolls. It's got everything Holy covered. Fuck, dude. Everything covered. That was a that was a big one. It's like, you know, uh, the that's the a bit too far. For there's me. one die I cannot get myself to get, and it's the easiest die to get, and that is to connect your Facebook account. And it's there waiting for me every time. It's like connect I your hate Facebook that shit. and get the yep. Facebook die. I'm like, ooh, that's that's ooh, so I easy. I could use that Facebook dice. <laughs> it's blue. I hate all the dice they've given me too because they all have the. I don't know what you'd call it, the the actual character on the die instead of the dots. So okay, my, my, my brainy can't prosy because like the I roll the die and it lays out my five dice. If I have my classic die, it's like playing Yahtzee. All right, I got a two-dotter, mm-hmm. I got a single dot, snake eye. But when they give me yeah. my denim back pockets with my goldie etchings, I'm like, I don't know what I have. <laughs> I can't count it. Can I get regular black and white dice, please? I'm equipped. And yet, that's all I want. I don't want to be equipped with any... I I will never play with any other dice, yet I'll check back in an hour and try and get those other... Go get my my fall dice. I just got a... I just got my... (laughs) Today, I got my latte. My, 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 like, pumpkin spice latte dice, which is latte foam with the coffee, you know? Like, the design (laughs) etched in it. Good God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god it's so good and i love that it's hinged on yahtzee of all like all things in right. the world truly yahtzee's the least the least important aspect of this app really it could be anything. oh yeah no you literally are just describing instead of dice you have six little fucking billboards right you know what i mean like they literally like the biggest part of that game the spine of the game is literally the dice, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't fucking need dice. It's just pictures, and it's pictures n- with numbers on them." And it's jean pocket, not... fucking foamy latte. <laughs> I mean, it might be a hot roll, and it's very obvious when you play. So part of it, which is so anti Yahtzee, because the whole point of Yahtzee is you get three rolls. You got to make mm-hmm. you got your first roll. What'd you roll? You got to look at what you need, and then roll the dice. Keep the dice you want. Roll the dice you don't hopefully to make a combination you need you get two more rolls after that the whole point of yahtzee like yahtzee points with yahtzee with buddies is you can acquire bonus rolls so you can take a fourth roll right which is oh i see which is just just like dismantle the game yeah and you know they so there's not regulated there's not actual money on it i guess maybe if you're buying bonus rolls it is so apparent that the computer when you get down to the wire and you have a couple categories, it will let you go through your three rolls and that one dice won't be there and be like, you sure you don't want a bonus roll? You don't want to take a zero on your Yahtzee. For those that don't yet know Yahtzee, if you end up with a category and you're down to your last few rolls and say you need three of a kind, but you don't roll a three of a kind, you have to put a zero in that spot. 
Yeah. So you'll get you'll be rolling three of kinds all day, and then it'll be the last roll, and they'll give you two. Well, then, of course, yeah. They won't give you one. They'll go bonus roll, and then you roll it, and you get it right. So that's how they get you. But then down the line, if you want to spend five of your scratchers, you can get a restart your turn because the bonus roll didn't. Wait a minute. Why didn't this bonus roll work? It's been working for me all day, and so it's totally apparent that the computer has just yeah got an algorithm. Getting you to spend whatever little cachet you have. Right, because they're not required to... They're not De Niro and Casino, like, way in the Just dice. Checking, yeah. They can give you any <laughs> no, combination fucking... they want to get you it's a zero and a to one. spend money and to watch more advertisements so they make more money. Because you get scratchers if you... You can pay for scratchers, like I said, from mm-hmm. pay for a pack, or... You can watch a 20-second ad, and you get a free scratcher. Okay, I'll watch a 20-second ad. How amazing yeah. for their advertisers, right? Like, you can click clicking to get your thing. That's all they want is the advertising dollars. You can fucking look at it. Yeah. That's your buds. That's so funny, but it's also like the, um, I don't know if you heard anything about, this was like last Christmas, I think, or the, the year before there was that, there's that video game company, EA. Yeah, they do like two the, all the two K games, the NFL games, the Madden games, but they got a ton of fucking shit because they had the um they do a Star Wars game okay. that's a first person shooter. It's not even like a narrative game. It's just the like Call of Duty style gotcha game where you're just a fucking Star Wars guy and you fucking go into an open world and like shoot other dudes, <laughs> shoot dice, stormtroopers shoot <laughs> exactly. dice. <laughs> <laughs> but they got in trouble because they people were like it is illegal like they it's like they had they're called like mystery bundles okay like the previous versions of it it was like you play enough you get the xp you can spend xp right or like you use a gun and you got to use the gun so much and hit these different things and it will unlock something yep. so it's all like process sure and skill based yep and then they all of a sudden were just like well, fuck that shit. Like, let's just literally put a fucking casino in here. So they got people to pay like cold hard cash for these like mystery boxes. Yep. So it's like Hans Freiwald, use your Xbox account to pay four ninety nine, and you get a random thing. So people were trying to get like premium characters like Darth Vader. Like they had like Luke Skywalker. They have like any anybody you would want to play as wow. like locked behind this weird paywall. Paywalls, and yeah. EA had been doing that for a while, and it was just like, now they're sort of like, oh man, we've just created an entirely new generation of like... Addicts? Gambling addicts. I mean... Inadvertently. Inadvertently, but it was just like... I don't know if it was inadvertent, right? Because they know how those I, it reward wasn't systems trigger. It was just... I don't think EA is any more liable than because when you download an app there's always mm-hmm. in app it'll be free but it'll say in app purchases available right or required yes. or whatever so i'm assuming the game has to say that too now games are all online it's the same as an app so it makes sense yeah i hear i've heard um my nephews talk about that like they want to buy like an upgrade and it's just like just put in especially punch like out i don't get to tyson you don't need to pay to get to Tyson. no and put that's like the the big one is Fortnite. That's a huge yeah, one. Huge. That lo-fi, like, open-world shooter game. Like, 
I was in, we were fucking, it was for Harvey's birthday. And we're like, we're going to go to Target, Harvey. You can pick out whatever you want. Like, I haven't been in a toy aisle in fucking 20 years. Sure. And there's the fucking weirdest shit. And it's all, like, one whole aisle of Target is just toys based on weird fucking apps, app games, internet games. Like, I know Fortnite, but there was this creepy one that was like a school. It was like this super lo-fi, and he was called, like, Mr. Teacher. And his, like, skin was a fucking necktie. It's just this fucking surreal, weird, like, <laughs> open-world Sims game. It is. Like, I just was like, I'm, I'm the old man now. I'm like, I don't understand this. You don't, but you do, but you don't. Because for whatever reason, gaming has reverted, or at least visually, I'm... I'll go back to the mm-hmm. biggest example is Minecraft, like right? Lo-fi. Pixels. We add yeah, pixel yeah. to pixel to pixel. And it's just like nothing creepier than those uh, Halloween costumes or like the toys where it's just like these mm-hmm. blurry pixeled faces. Like all yeah, we yeah, want, yeah. all we could remember how we could not wait till the next gaming system came out because the resolution was going to be slightly, you know, be... slightly higher. 32. Now it's all like back and it's all about, I don't know what, it's all about community now, right? So it doesn't matter what it looks yeah. like. It matters, like, I saw my nephew, he was playing a game with a bunch of people online, and all they were, they were all just colored circles, right? And as mm-hmm. they would bump into each other, the bigger circle would absorb the other circle and become slightly bigger in a variation of that color. And they're all just gelatinous blobs walking around, and if you ran it, you, obviously you'd want to go away from a bigger circle and go toward, and that was it, that was a game. No conversation, no chat back, just circle absorbing circle. And I, I have like I was so, it was so funny. Ash, we were out, um, at one of these like, uh, bar restaurants that has like arcade games in it. You know, it's yeah. like like a barcadey type of place. And they had like you know the system set up where you plug it in and it just has like every Nintendo game imaginable. Yeah. Sure. And I was watching somebody play. Fuck, what was it? It just gave me, like, a palpable rage flashback. I think it was called Ice Climber. Okay. And it's just, like, you know, classic old-school NES game. And it's literally, you're just a guy that jumps up platforms and breaks ice (laughs) and runs away from icicles and birds. (laughs) Yeah, sure. And, it, you know, like, it's like that super early, like, lo-fi, like, the first Mario Brothers game is just you punching turtles. And I remember, you know, like, I you wait till Friday and you, like, beg your parents and they take you to rent a game. And if it's slim fucking pickings, you're just like, I guess it's fucking Ice Climber. <laughs> and then you spend two days playing this fucking asinine lo-fi game. So I love that kids are now doing that because I would... You described that, and I was like, I would have fucking broke my fist on the wall because I was so mad that my one selection was Blob v. Blob game. I'd be like, it's the fucking Blob game! But I that's so... so I was just talking to J- uh, Johnny, and we were talking about that, like, nothing beat. One, we were trying to break down totally ineptly kids today versus... When we were kids, and we were like, the sleepover is eliminated. And we were like, why is that? Like, it was the biggest deal for us, like, to get to sleepover at a friend's house 
And we're like, the reason being is because generally parents now are Gen Xers, millennials. It's a, not the baby mm-hmm. boomers. It's a different style of parenting. And it is a lot more like, I, I guess it's just, what's the word? Um, it just embracing maybe is the word. It's just a little, to quite frankly, it's a little cushier, quite frankly. So it's like, you know yeah. what? I love oh, yeah. video games growing up. Of course I want my kids to play video games. And you know what? They can they can play it during the you know the day. It's not just like do your yeah. fucking homework and then you can play a game on the weekend. You know, it's like no, there's, <laughs> you know, there's it's like not reserved for Fridays uh, or, and or Saturdays. Or like uh, it's like God, I hated growing up and my parents didn't let me have fruit snacks. Yeah, fruit snacks aren't yeah. so bad. I'll give my kids some fruit. It's just like you get a, you get healthy fruit snacks. You get a, a good equivalent. Kids have access. I guess that's what I'm going for. Is yeah. kids have access to more things. But most importantly, kids have access to each other without leaving the house. So why the hell, yeah. if I got a drawer full of fruit snacks and I got a sweet gaming system that I can play with my friend, why would I want to venture out the house and go to his funky-ass basement his that smells like soup and tin to play video games <laughs> in sleeping bags that you're pretty sure... But have, you would have been smattered in a few bedwettings. Yeah. Why would I do that now? So back in the day, we just couldn't get w- wait to get out of the house. We're like, I yeah. own two Nintendo games. I've gotten the promise from my friend that is slightly seems to be slightly more economically well off. His parents promised a yeah. pizza pie, one movie and one video game from Pop and Go. Movie and Let's game? fucking go. I'm on. I can't wait. I'm going to your house. So I feel I'm inviting like... myself to sleep at your house. And, and you knew when you walked in. We've talked about it. You knew as soon as you walked oh, into yeah. the door. There were going to be consequences. There were going to be weird dads. It's worth weird it parents. for to get joust on NES. Odd rules. Yes. And so thinking of that, that's a sidetrack. But thinking of that, I don't know what's but worse. I know... You had, for, I had, I remember it being in grade school, I had, and I, I'm going to use the term very loosely, friends. They were just kids who I did not like, <laughs> Yeah. but they had better Nintendo games. So I would befriend them because I really had to play Jaws on NES. I'd never seen it before. This kid had it. I didn't like him. Didn't like his, he had a, his house was weird. He had mean older siblings, but I was like, it's worth it. It's worth it just to get to oh, get yeah. your grubby mitts on a game of Jaws. This kid named Donnie. I'll never forget him for this one exact reason you're talking about. Kid named Donnie, first grade. He had DuckTales on Nintendo. I could not <sighs> wait to play that game. One. Went to his house. And it's kind of like the same feeling. Like maybe when you're walking down the street. Anywhere. But I feel like when you're walking in New York. And it's like really quiet. Maybe it's late at night. And... You feel more safe when there's more people out and about on the street if it's like three than if you're like walking a block and there's nobody and then one person starts walking behind you in the block. So it's just you and Mm -hmm. an empty neighborhood and then just one other person. You're like, oh, that feeling in your stomach goes, all right, my hairs on the back of my neck are up because I'm ready, fight, flight or whatever. So the moment I got to this kid's house that stood on my neck, just the smells, the looks, the Afghans. And then the skinny stairs, he lived in an, uh, his room was an unfinished attic with like nails. Like they didn't do a good carpentry job. Like, oh, yeah. so, and I was just like, what a 
and he had a TV in his room. And I was like, this kid might not even live <laughs> Your here. Your own TV. <laughs> he might not even live here. You fucking Boo Radley. But sure enough, he, DuckTales came up on the screen, and I was in. Like, I know it, dude. I know it. fight that feeling. Like, honestly, that feeling went, their leather face could be in that closet. And then... It Matter. could be a hurricane, and I was just like, <laughs> "But Leatherface is holding the copy of fucking Ducktales." <laughs> As he clicks it in, uh, man. But I keep wanting to get to what is worse when you go to the video. You've already named one scenario. You go to get your movies. Nothing worse when the new release is not there, and you get, of course, you know, I don't know, Top Dog with Burt Reynolds for the fifth time, <laughs> or when you have that parent, you were like. Oh my god, T2 is in. It hasn't been in for two weeks. And these are the rules and consequences. And you have the parent. You have the parent that's like, nope, no PG-13. Oh yeah, you can only get a G. I'm not watching fucking Lady in the Tramp when Terminator 2 is here. God. But getting to the game section. The game section is where it's at. What is worse? When... The section is slim, and you got it. Hey, is there a Harvey around? There she is. I got to wait. Hi. <laughs> Say hi, Hansi. Hi. Hi. You see the microphone? That's my favorite. I love podcasting. Did you hang out with Grandma and Grandpa this weekend? She did. She had the twin bang. She had her first twin bang. Oh, she had a lick of bang? Did not like it. (laughs) Oh, happy birthday, Ash. Oh, Hattie says happy birthday. (laughs) She says thank you and happy birthday back. And then she stumbled out going, oh, I didn't mean happy birthday back. Oh, that's such a good transition pin it for the most awkwardest day I've had in a long time yesterday. Just, I was like, I just was due for a good, odd, every interaction I had with human beings. I couldn't have put my foot in my mouth or been more awkward. Pin it. What's worse? (laughs) Going in there, slim pickings, you get ice climber. Oh, God. Or oh, you can't wait for that game, and it's finally in, and it's like Cave Dingo or whatever, and you're like, oh, everybody's been talking about this game, mm-hmm. or, and you put it in, and it's Space Tron, it's bing, bing, just one, either the hardest game, like literally those games that are like, I can't get past the first 30 seconds of this game. <laughs> there was a fucking game, I remember, because I was like... As a kid, like, I love, like, fucking Frankenstein, drag, like, classic universal horror movies. Sure. There's this weird game, and it was called, like, you know, like, Jerry Terry in the Monster Pack. <laughs> and I was like, if you get to play as fucking Frankenstein, I'm going to lose my shit. And, like, so we rented it. It is that game. It is just bright lights. <laughs> sprites and it's so nonsensical it is the most difficult thing you've ever played i was like wait so he you go to bed and then you wake up in hell and then you gotta chase these like it just makes no sense it is so difficult and just so like you do it like it's a fucking job man like you're digging coal like i was like well i got until sunday at four o'clock i'm gonna learn to love this game (laughs) you have to what else you got 
There, there should be a special place in hell, or I should say, talking about that Nazi war criminal, the people in the seat next to them should be the guys, maybe not the guys that draw it, but the guys that approve Nintendo game art that don't match the game whatsoever. Like you said, Jerry Terry no. probably had an image of like Frankenstein, so you're like, of course I get to play with Frankenstein. It's beautifully He's got, like, drawn, rocket like a, shoes, like a movie poster. and a leather jacket. Ugh. A creepy Frankenstein and a Draculus. You're like, this is my shit. I'm Jerry Terry, baby. <laughs> I will do what you need. Like, skate or die. I was like, oh my god, that guy's going to kickflip yes, off the front oh of this god. game. And then you play it. It's like, skate or die. It's like, I want to die. This is so shit. I'll take die, There was Alec. The fucking... There was what was it called? TNC Surf Shop. Oh, where you? Did you ever play that one? Like, where you <laughs> like Hawaiian game or a skateboarder? Mask. Yes, you were a guy with a fucking mask or a fucking surfing gorilla. That is the coolest looking game and the least fun game you can play besides ice climbers. Wipeout. You just I constantly in, wipe out because you would hit that like piece of gravel and go. And you just surfing oh, was the sur- I, I I remember choosing the skate that game did have a cool look but the surfing was so hard because you can't like you're like I'm supposed to surf on waves right the moment a wave showed up it was just like you fucking fall yeah it's so hard yeah there was no fucking rhyme or reason and who does I fucking fool me once shame on you fool me twice they had a sequel to that game. I remember going to the old Spies grocery store that also had like a a, a movie section. Oh, and yeah. And like that's oh, how absolutely. you know it was it was choice because it was like not the main video store in town. It's the fucking grocery store. So they had like weird, like cool movies and weird games that you didn't get at the other one. So we went and I saw they made a fucking sequel to that TNC surf shop. And it's just you as the gorilla surfing the amazon that's the fucking game so it's the hardest part of that game the surfing and you just surf through the amazon and jump over snakes i was gonna say it had to be a and i was like it sucked and it was very difficult i don't know why i was surprised i don't know why they get you they got you you're like that other game looked cool they must have worked the kinks (laughs) exactly right they workshopped this right they did something right california goes amazonian I uh, it really I love surfing that. ape goes Amazon. I love that. Th- sorry, three deuce. I love three deuce. <laughs> does roll off the tongue. I'm not gonna lie. I can't. It's good, man. That's good I, copy. I love spies because they had you didn't like pull the movie cover off to take to rent. Oh, they had, they had the little pull tabs, right? Mm-hmm. So like the little circular with a number on it. So I could rent the worst movies because all I do is and like, mom, I got a couple like this one's because I remember I, I couldn't believe I got to rent casino. It was like because I was devious and I'm like, I knew what casino was. I'd seen Goodfellas and like I saw Goodfellas yeah. because my we were staying at a hotel. You pulled my the same parents, scheme. My, no, my parents had a function. So I, I and we've done the math. I think I was eight years old. If yeah, it had to be eight because it was like 1990 or 91. I watched a back to back of Boys in the Hood. And Goodfellas. And it was amazing. That's a fucking double feature. 
So especially I, eight between the ages of eight and twelve to get to see those movies back to back, you're like fucking, you're done, man. King of New York. I so I I was like, no way in any other movie store could I rent Casino. But if it just has a number, and like, can I rent this yeah. one, Casino? Sure. And then you just get the the brown case. That's it. Yes. Maybe with the type, like it's typed in Casino, real small. But if you tell your mom it's fucking. The Disney Robin Hood, she's not going to know any different. And the key to that one is you also have to rent one that she would be into. Like, uh... Throw, her off the, throw us off the scent. Yeah, something with Kevin Costner, right? So, like, can we get Robin Hood as well? <laughs> Tin cup. So, the, but the, here's the key, yeah, exactly. Is you get both of them, and you go, Mom, let's watch Robin Hood. And she's like, oh, okay, so we watch a movie together. And you know it, being an adult now, movie with a kid it's pretty much a one movie limit and you're gonna want to go yeah there. and that's when i'd scurry downstairs like a rat with, with some sour cream and onion chips and watch casino in the corner you know <laughs> you take that sheet and shove it down the old front of those pants <laughs> get some diet dudes going ready to roll uh oh uh what did, what was i pinning before that uh, oh awkward uh, oh my god oh yeah just the, the same happy as birthday ash on had your birthday but not yeah. with like people I'm comfortable enough with to have like, you know, like they're like acquaintances, but, but where I could still be awkward around, like I can't be, I can say mm-hmm. the stupidest shit and like forget stuff around you and Henny and there are some people and what am I going to feel awkward? No, I've talk, we just no. talked about how I used to wear homemade diapers, <laughs> um, but it was so can't like, me. so one, I felt this was just me being like. Yep, I'm a bonehead. It was just like well, I'm on an autopilot. So um, obviously, without saying anything specific, like there's an acquaintance who's transitioning, um, and uh, mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen them since they they made the announcement and came out. And it's like I was like, oh my god, that's so awesome! Like living your truth. The first thing I do, it was like, oh my Michael Scott. What do you think? I I turned around the corner <laughs> and I just like... said, hey, how you doing, sir? Like, like it was intentional. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't. But I was You're just like, like no, I meant it genuine. Just the general, sir. And what I should have done is acknowledge it because we're all human, and mm-hmm. obviously, it wasn't intentional. And I just go, "Hey, uh, see you later." Like it was just like, and then I shuffled <laughs> off awkwardly. Um, to which just a just a cat was like, "Of course, I sent that person a message later." Like, I'm a dumb dumb. Like I, I actually, you know. It didn't, certainly didn't mean to do that on purpose. Da da da. So, but I so that's in my head all day, right? And then another secondary somebody I'd been to their house before, multiple meetings, oh, restaurant before, comes over, stocking cap, not with somebody who I'd always been with them before, their their partner or significant mm-hmm. other, right? So, and I'm I was I should say I was at work. We had a festival yesterday, just totally out of context, and I just go Hans. And the blank stare in my face. And she went, Hans. And still she went, said her name. And then I was like, and she went, oh, that's you. The worst. And then she, her fourth one was, you've been to my house. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. And then finally the person <laughs> that put it in context came work. and I went, oh, duh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just out of my element running around. But of course that's in my head now, right? And then. They bring <laughs> to, that's the worst. They, You've been to my house, uh, and, and I did. It was just and again, it wasn't intentional. And, and in a heartbeat, if in 
context what had the name how you doing what they do everything just wasn't coming to me maybe because i had my rude interaction already that just happened before right you're still Um, reeling from the haze sir literally sir sir i'm the only one that goes how are you, sir? Like, it's an autopilot thing, like, evening, And you sir. never say that. Well, and you never fucking do. Sir. Of course. Sirs. But, uh, so then, so there's that. Not only that, they bring someone over. They're like, hey, we, we, our friends actually just got into town. Uh, and they're like, this is so-and-so and so-and-so. And they, like, I wouldn't find out till later on in the day. They're like, really like, hey, how you doing? I was like, wow, these people are very friendly. They must be having a good time. I wouldn't find out later until I talked to my wife. She's like, yeah, you probably met them a couple times, too. Like, like, in oh, like, fuck. when we've been, like, in Massachusetts. And I was just like, because, of course, I was like, Hans, how are you? Like, because I was confident I didn't know them. So I was like, hey, yeah. have you met my wife? And, of course, you've been like, to our house. <laughs> like, uh, like, of course. And then fourth time, same person oh, who I've unintentionally offended the first interaction by using a gender delimitive mm. pronoun i am having a conversation about them and somebody in their family who i've got this i know their family member's name sure i couldn't possibly get their name wrong so i'm like hey how's so and so and so and so doing using the names to mm-hmm. which cuz you're like oh, this i'm cl- i'm going to clinch this it. shit this is fucking to which it like falls flat and I'm like, did somebody hear me or did I get the name wrong? And because now I'm like, maybe I got the name wrong. And to which point mm-hmm. Meg is like, who are you talking about? Not because I got the Fuck. name wrong, but because she wasn't privy to my first question. Like, how is so-and-so mm-hmm. doing? She just heard the name and was like, oh, let me get on the conversation. And she's like, who are you talking about? Who's this person? And says the name. And I'm like, uh no one and she's like what do you mean no one who are you talking about i was like read my face i'm drowning look right now <laughs> of course it didn't happen and how did i respond instead of saying look i think i've confused us all i just go i and i literally just slowly back away as they're both looking at me <laughs> and i was like i this day can't get more awkward and i don't think it did it probably did but oh god just one At least to your knowledge. My ga- I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I offended other people. Oh, God. Speaking of awkward, at least you didn't, uh, weren't uh, found naked getting eaten by a buzzard. That's what I had. I was, I was perusing my notes. Uh, long pause is for good effect because that's the gasp I had when you told me about this little news story. Can you tell me and our loyal fan base... What the fuck happened this week? Not with a bean can lid, but with something else. <sighs> oh, man. Cosmic bean can lid. Uh, so it was like two days ago, maybe? Like Friday? I don't remember. Like ago, yeah. Just like a cup of coffee. Kids got up. Like Harvey's been sick. And like, mm. you know, you just like wake up in the morning and like just a cup of coffee. Like we're watching Storybots. Just trying to, like, wake the fuck up. And I'm scrolling through the news. And, of course, it's total, like, clickbait. And I clicked because the headline was (laughs) Seinfeld star found naked in half-eaten by buzzards. Well, they didn't say buzzards, they said vultures. And I was like, madness. 
Oh, it's like it's like fucking eight in the morning. Like, what the fuck? I have to, of course. Like, click on this. Like, what the fuck is this? Because I was like, it's Seinfeld star could be anybody. Like, right. I jokingly told star. you and Henning, like, I was like Wayne Knight. You know, like ran afoul of the Gambinos or something. You know, like your mind joke. races. You assume that it was like who it, it was. It did say star. So I, let's just. What are your tiers of star for Seinfeld? You know it's not the top tier because they would use their name. It's not Jerry. And I would say Newman is a Seinfeld star. Um, who else would be on Yeah. There? The guy who played the soup Nazi is a Seinfeld star. Yeah. Um, yeah the guy yeah. who played what was Jack- the guy? Was it Jackie? Was it Kenny? Star. Was he the actor friend of 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 Kramer? The um, the oh uh, the, the little dwarf? guy, little person. The little um, guy was his name Kenny, the character. Uh, I don't think? remember his name, but yes, Seinfeld star. So Ken? that's the tier. Anybody under it yeah. that just had a one show appearance, you uh, star is a stretch. But anyways, go right yeah. ahead. I, Brian I Cranston was in the show as a character, a reoccurring character. The guy who played Banyan. Oh yeah, Banyan. Yeah, totally. So I was like, which weirdo character from Seinfeld? A are they referring to and then more importantly B was found naked getting eaten by vultures much more bury the lead um so i start reading it and then like even the article like i just was like ah oh, the headline is sad and like the first two paragraphs they say i think his name was like steve irwin or something that was that's crocodile hunter but like something so similar <laughs> um his son is describing this this actor from sure. Seinfeld, and he played, and I was like, of course he did. So his son is like, uh, yeah, my dad was always the center of attention, kind of a diva. I was like, if the article starts and your son is calling you a diva, I was like, okay, here we go. That's rough. So they go on to describe his part in Seinfeld, and he played the, and <laughs> just I love the title, Slapstick Moyle oh. in the Briss episode. I am dumb. I could not pronounce the word the way it was spelled. I think it's was spelled it's spelled M O H E L. Yeah, yeah, cuz I had to look it up two or three times to make sure I spelled spelt it right when I was texting you guys that message. So my peanut brain just said, "Oh, slapstick mohel." And I was like, "Hmm. That sounds Arabic or Middle Eastern. <laughs> yeah, I think I know the guy. I think there was a guy that owned like a like a Middle oh, Eastern restaurant or something. The restaurant, yeah. So yeah, I was like, that... so I just my brain said, you know that word. It's a mohel. <laughs> so stupid moil. Of course, I know the guy now. That ca- that character from Seinfeld. Um, so then it was like it goes on to say like the 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 actor like to talk about his time on Seinfeld a lot like to talk about how he was so funny in it and Jerry was laughing. He fell out of his seat. He was so slapsticky as the Moyle. <laughs> and then like, I'm halfway through it. I'm like, the story ends with him naked, getting eaten by fucking vultures. Like it, it already is fucking terrible. Uh, so they like found his car and his dog, like in the woods, like Henning, texted me he knows the area they found this dude and henning straight up said like that is not somewhere you want to be right clearly with or without your clothes on that's uh 
if you were it's almost like in, in sesame street you turn that corner and it's literally where the vultures hang like flipping quarters next under a street lamp right <laughs> yeah. oh all right i'm gonna avoid that i gotta um, i gotta gotta go vultures but so yeah they, they found him no please go continue wait wait but wait wait no i don't even know did they do they know what happened to him like it's not like he no, literally got tripped thing... by one vulture and like a bunch of nineteen <laughs> 1920s Brooklyn I... urchins came out and, and picked at him. And brained him. No, I think this the story's still developing. They're like, I think it was suicide. Here's what's but interesting. But like he was naked? Yeah. Here's what's interesting about the vulture aspect. And tell me if this... So something is... Uncanny Valley's not the right word, but if I were a detective... Something doesn't sit right with the geography. And let me tell you what's in my, what's irking Vultures are very evocative, like, visually. You hear that and you're like, he's in the middle of the fucking desert. Thank you. I'm like, all right, he's in a cornfield. He's in a desert. He's on the side of a rural road. He's in Portland, Oregon. And, and like, Portland, Oregon is a urban hub as well. There are people around There has to not be people around for quite a while for vultures to feel comfortable enough to pick at, you know, someone's bones, bones, like body. So that is, that's, that's, that's very odd. Um, But also, wasn't he not just a moyle in in his long-lived acting career? yes the big thing that was my big thing like the coffee spit out was they were going through his other list of of, of acting accomplishments and they, he was coco that is golden royals somebody golden was Moyles. listening to our conversation welcome Bye. welcome hot, hot take henning right here what are we talking about right now we're talking about coco from Golden Girls, <laughs> and we'll say no more. Yes. Aaron showed me this. Uh, uh, Bob, did you oh, wait, no, you guys showed me this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coco, Coco, no clo clothes. Toco, Coco, no, no. No, 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 Coco. That was, you're like, speaking of Jeff Bezos listening in, we've been talking about this. Hey, guy. Hey, Oscar, what's going on? Glad to. Help. How's the art? How's your art day? And he's from Oregon too. That's crazy. He was yeah, uh, right. In the head. <laughs> I'm Three podcasting Stooges over there. <laughs> that slap is like a Harvey move in the morning. She just kicks me straight in the bladder. No. She's like, "You need time to get up. You know it." What? This is a cute little devil smile. He, they found him on that uh, remote. Jesus. <laughs> They're gonna find Henning in that same area of town. I know, right? Vultures got an <laughs> arm vultures around are circling neck. Henning right getting, now. Getting head slapped. We don't buy it, Henning. We we think something's up. We don't buy that. Play, that in an urban area, that would happen to him. And you know what we're talking about? Aren't there people around? How could vultures? You know, deepest rural Oregon right here. Oh, I thought it was Portland. No man, out out Grant's Passway, 
Got it. Someone between Grants Pass and the California border. So he's. Oh, we're getting close to Cali then. Yeah, okay. he's All lost right. in the woods with California Vincent vultures. Stabone from Growing Pains. <laughs> never pour, never pour salt on your back. It's bad for you. Really? Hey, I liked yeah. your Halloween costume. It was you can get a back cool. Infection. You can get a back infection if you do that. Back infection? Yeah. Is that, is that how Coco got taken out? He might have had oh, yeah. He was a diva. California back infection. <laughs> he got a California back infection. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. I don't know why. It's hilarious. Sometimes, like I said, when three words click, they work. California they back just work, infection. Yeah. Oh, man. That's going to be like, like the... I have three words for you. Bob the chicken. Bob the, Bob the chicken, eh? Bob the chicken had a California back yeah. infection. That sounds like a kid's song. Bob the chicken had a California back infection. Everybody brush your teeth. It's Tuesday. Sounds like this. Gotta get back back to the past. Bob the chicken. Watch out. Gotta get back back to the past. Bob the chicken. You're on something, huh? You're on to it. Henning? I expect that. I expect some cords put to that. Yep. Need a cold tag. Need a coldie. So what's going on with Bob the chicken? So Henning, what I what we were investigating, I said the fact because this is when I thought he was found in Portland, and then with the vulture aspect, it didn't seem right. That's an uncanny valley, right? Uh, what do you mean? It's too weird that detail. Yeah, that didn't sit right in my brain. Too weird or not so too weird? That is the question. That's a good question. A real good That's question. what we're all asking ourselves. Uh-huh. <laughs> too weird, apparently. Too weird. So Coco is not in the reboot. And so he was found half naked. And as far as I know, vultures don't really do that, right? And strip you naked and leave you on the side of the I road. Think, like that seems like too much effort for a vulture. Like you know, like the pants. <laughs> Took his socks off. Humiliation, and of course we're all picturing our head vultures with their little beaks, like slowly take. It's kind of cute if it's not a vulture and uh, you know what they're dealing with, but like, <laughs> slowly <laughs> taking yeah. a sock off, you know, putting his hand in warm water, just pranking him. <laughs> <laughs> They're not exactly my filling his hand with the cream, tickling that nose with that <laughs> feather. Well, they'd kind of have they'd have to weaken and burning it, really. If they're you know they're in control of the whole thing. Uh, they're taking they're riding, they're riding cocoa into town. <laughs> <laughs> and they're tickling with their own feather. Yeah, these are yeah, that's pretty funny. Funny uh, image of these vultures, for sure. <laughs> Henning, they make twin bings and caramel now. Yo, yeah. Cool. I'm going to have a caramel stick. Just caramel and have, a stick. You got to wait on that. Caramel Christmas time, baby. Get that caramel bang. <laughs> I think no I'm apple? still some of his Disneyland weight. Oscar, yeah. have you ever had, Oscar, have you ever made caramel apples? 
I gained 10 pounds in Disneyland. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, that, oh, oh, Oscar's putting you on notice, huh? Oscar's very sensitive to my weight fluctuations. Get on the scale, old man. <laughs> just snapping. It's like in 254 pounds. Oscar, like a dance mom. Sheesh, 210. Let the record show. Makes you do the, get to animate, it makes you do the finger exercises. One and two and three and four. Now draw me a Bob the Chicken. Those are, fa- those are some of the fattest fingers I've ever seen. Okay, you guys. Bye. Have a great rest of the podcast. Bye, bye guys. Bye. Bye, y'all. Popping in. That was madness. So, yeah. <laughs> that was Getting a, added that about was his a, weight. That was a whirlwind. I want to spend art day with Henning and the crew. That sounds like fun. I know. They're all jacked up. Like We get we get reserved Henning, cardigan oh, buttoned yeah. up. He pops in on art day. He's got a, two scamps on his back. They're zipping around I talking know. about weight loss. Tooted up on Twin Bangs and Disney World. He reminded me, though, uh, the reason I brought that caramel apple. Did you ever make caramel apples as a kid? So you had apples and the stick and the caramel came yeah. almost as like craft like singles. Like in a bag, right? They came as like... Oh, no, no I know exactly no. what you're talking about. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like lay the, over the... the made, ready-made caramel apple kit. Gotcha. So like you gotcha. open yeah, one yeah. sheet of caramel and put it on the apple. And then you put it in the microwave. I don't think I ever... I don't think one caramel sheet ever made it to an apple. To an apple. So, so we just, just like, had hum- apples on sticks and then just slowly just <laughs> looked at these nice shiny apples and then just ate caramel craft singles. I hadn't thought of that in years. Or where are those little caramels these days? Where are those? Hmm. You seen those? Just they're, like a, they're square no. caramels. They come in clear oh cellophane. Oh my god. The Brocks, the little Brocks caramel cubes. When's the last time you saw a Brocks caramel cube? I can't tell you. Honestly, it's so funny. Like, even that candy station. Yeah. Have you seen a Brock's candy station in a while? Because I feel like, yeah, holy shit, where you get the scoop. And yeah, you, and you just scoop it out. Fruity Tootsies, Fruitsies, Fruity Tootsies. Oh, yeah. um, too many of those little caramels got five-finger discounted by this rap scallion to the point where mom's like, if you fucking touch that candy station. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to leave you to the buzzards. There was also, speaking of Brock's candy cubes, there was like a nugget cube with jellies in it. Do you remember that? A white nougat cube. And it had different oh, colors. Right. It was like jelly Red spots. and green. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brock's candy station. Oh, yeah. Those were terrible. Uh, but they used to have a box. And it looked like... Um, like a comment card box at a Brock's candy station. I'm thinking of the one that used to be mm-hmm. at Red Owl, which was a local. Yeah. Uh, in Watertown was, what am I trying? Grocery store. And they knew kids were going to steal that shit anyway. So yeah. they had a, a, a tin box where if you put in a dime, you could take three candies. Remember that? Oh my God. Yeah. That's it's so funny. Like I, Red Owl, I have such vivid memories of that as just a, kid because it closed when you and i were like probably yeah, it was it was back well before we were 10 12 
They and they also had a kids appreciation card. Or this might have been High V, which is another uh, grocery chain where we grew up. And they you could go in and it was called Cookies for Kids, and you could get a cookie, right? And it was just cookies. Like you show your thing, they don't give a shit. As you as a kid, they placate you and they're mm-hmm. very nice. Like hopefully people do it now. Like the baker, they're like, "Oh, that's great! Thanks for being a valued customer. Here's your sugar cookie." And you just take it out mm-hmm. of a little, open it up, and you grab your cookie. And there's a thing like that at a grocery store around here called Harris Teeter, where it's like cookies for kids. And as an adult, you see the cookie bin where the kids will take their cookie, and you're just like, <clears throat> like you're like, no. I would never, in a million years, let my kid stick their hand in and grab a cookie. It was just, oh. it had. It had like soap scum on it. It was like it's like the inside of a shower that hadn't been cleaned. I was like, that is so. And it was all just like little, like just broken just up oil, cookies. finger oil, cookie. Oh man, juice. Ugh. And I know if I weren't there, Ruby'd be fine, and she would eat as many cookies as she would. She scheme out of there just like I would at that age. Oh yeah. Like I would probably even like you open it up and it smells like an old boot. Shit, is that a sugary cookie in there? It's a fucking cookie You're out of in your there, mind. Right? I'll take two. I'm not leaving. I'm not putting a dime in that tin. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what uh uh ooh, that festival. Are you a cowboy boot man? You got a good pair of boots with a heel on them. Classic. I do. Yeah. Somebody gave me a pair of like finally like a real pair of cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing jewelly about them. They're just a straight pair of black cowboy boots. Had a good mm-hmm. fit. Had a good feel. Have to adjust to a. These might be ladies. I don't. It has a good heel on it, like a like a David Brent kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's got a heel, <laughs> right, but I don't little... think it's. A... I don't think it's any higher than a normal cowboy boot. But I didn't realize that a cowboy boot heel has a curve in. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It curves in on itself. Yeah. It doesn't go straight down. So that was a little. No, it's adjustment. not like a blocky. Yeah, but I like the feel. I like the look. Couldn't have gotten more sneers and. What do you got? Pointed toe, flat snakes. toe. No, it's, I got a straight. Uh, I got a, a point toe. Okay, that's what. Same here. Yeah. Classic. Because I could have had a pair from that have the flat. Yeah. I'm not flat. Flat front guy. I just don't know if I can pull off. You're a big guy. You got a big beard. Got long hair. You can pull off a boot. You can be a little more eccentric. I just look like. <laughs> what am I? What do I got boots on for? What am I'm I allowed yet, though, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you pull a boot. You, you look, look like you might. Guy? Yeah. You look like you might hop on a on a on a hard, on a motorcycle. I'm gonna look like gotcha. I'm gonna. You can't ride a Schwinn with cowboy boots. Even though they feel you, good. You get a I'm gonna, scooter, I'm gonna, man. You don't tuck. Do you tuck or untuck into the boot? My pants? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. You put the jean over the boot. Oh. Well, that's what else was working That's probably me. why you're getting a little side eye. Because it's like, did he tuck his jeans into his boots? No. I got a perfect pair of polyester LBJs. I need enough room. From my nutsack to my bung crack. 
from my pocket knife. They're like the perfect <laughs> pair of polyesters. That and it actually has like kind of like that classic like 1970s like weird for whatever reason like urban cowboy like Brooklyn like mob guy. The polyester like Donnie Brasco. You know yeah, those boots are the it, exact totally. boots yep. where he hides his recorder in. He doesn't the, want to take right, his boots yeah, the off wire. at the Japanese restaurant. Those boots, right? Puts those yeah. polyesters over it. I tell you, I'm it's gonna, true. I'm I guess you trying. can do jean. You got to be like an LBJ to put the pant in the boot. <laughs> I can pull a boot. I can't do pant and boot. I just, I was, I was debate because I got a nice skinny jean. <laughs> I might go with the boot, but uh, that might be. I might be hitting the. The Jolly Roger down on 22nd Street if I go that route. <laughs> so let me um, – two things I wanted to talk to you about, and I think this is upcoming, mm-hmm. and you can – don't make me feel – I don't need another awkward interaction. But I've had more than one request, and I know in jerk practice fashion, your response should be like, what, do you have two? No, I'm, I'm, I'm over – 10 fingers on this one but over like the past six months of people requesting episodes from early jerk practice podcast because apple for whatever reason or because of server space they will slowly now chip away at your track listing so are they burying us they're burying us our episodes one through 27 don't exist on our podcast feed anymore any of our podcast feeds it's not just apple so people have started listening, and I don't know if you've That's some prime-time stuff. That's what I'm saying. So from now on, uh, we're going to do, like, intermittently re-releases till we get those 27 out there. So you get a newbie, you hear, listen to the Twin Bing today, you hear about Cowboy Boots, yeah. and then you're going to hear, which is actually coming out before this episode, so it doesn't make sense why I'm telling anybody. Maybe it'll come out after this episode. I don't plan these things out. <laughs> I'll re-release take it episode up one. Don't take it up with me. And you guys will get to hear the evolution. There's good stuff in there. What's amazing is, you know, we've been doing this a few years actually now. But, like, yeah. the few things you learn. I am sorry to everyone who's been with us since the beginning for a sound quality aspect. Our first episode we put out, because I, the other thing is I feel like George Lucas, I'm remastering these babies. You're, mm, I'm going to put oh, in, nice. I'm going to put it back in Java. one, special edition. Yes. Um, so, You're getting the full vision. Oh, yeah. All the do-backs. Do-back Stormtroopers in the sand. Some Yahtzee with buddies. Uh, You're going to change audio. that Ewok song and make it really frustrating because it was perfect the way before. Why would you change the Ewok song at the end of the movie? Oh, they expand. Oh, what an, a, a theatrical experience, Casey. Um, <laughs> the audio quality of that first one, guys. It goes, so first of all, the background noise. So you, I started playing the podcast and it's just... I was like, oh my god, it's like a cheese grater. And then <laughs> I didn't level our vocals out, so then the spiking of the register is just so you know how like 
a voice will spike and it'll be a little high in your ear, right? Mm-hmm. Or like the audio will spike. Yeah. But then when it spikes beyond the point of normal human hearing, the, yeah. it spikes. It's just like, hey, Casey, what are you doing? Like, it's so wild. Just like probably oh, whatever. Man. I won't level that one. So I'll give everybody a little taste. Back in time, pre-Trump, when Clinton was ripping dinks. Halcyon day. And ripping, yeah. pumping stinks with his loading <laughs> porn up on that Ukrainian server. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to take it from here. I listened to that first episode, that long, long first episode, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to re-release it straight as an arrow, baby, right out the gate. Trish, I'm sorry. I sent that to you directly without even thought of giving it a listen. That shit was rough. Good stuff, but real, real rough. Uh, so you, as the audience, like we talked about giving you some context of those first episodes, guess what? You're going to have to dig up my mummy's grave and pry episode one out of my cold, dead, bejeweled hands, because that shit ain't happening. Two, three, they get hot. They get they get great. One, it is a... Uh, barn burn is not the right word because I think that's a good thing. It is a burned down barn, which I love. But I love you way more than than myself. So that's where I'm at on that. Uh, but I did take a little choice nuggets, and I'll put them. I'll put them. Meg, sing the song. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. I'll put them right here. Uh, let's see if I need to put context. And we'll play it for a second. Go, oh, that production. I hope I hope all of my aunts watch it. <laughs> oh, what's Casey up to these days? Is that uh, a mesh dong? <laughs> they already know that about. Me. They just assume that's what I'm doing right now. Showing penises on our on our comedy sketches was, I think, ahead of our time. Very transgressive for the time. True. Uh, yeah, we, we were, were ahead of the. We're the only on ones that doing one. that. No one else shows penises. Well, no context needed there. On to the next one. So what's a, a phrase public speaker? What's a making... phrase that's going through my head last night? I was like, what if a woman had boobs for eyes and eyes for boobs, and then she'd say, Hey, my eyes are down here. <laughs> <laughs> that was making me laugh out loud on my on my ride home from work last night. <laughs> my eyes that's are down here. Perfect. My... I love it. <laughs> that's the madness in my you know, that's, that's, my that's mind goes function. to how would that work functionally? What would her shirt look like? She'd have to have a shirt on her face. Yeah. In order to see and walk around as a normal person. Yeah. Self-explanatory. I had this buddy. I think his <laughs> name, uh, we don't need his name, but it, and he certainly wasn't a buddy. Uh, <laughs> so none of this. I got this great story about my buddy. His name—he doesn't have a name, and it wasn't my friend. And I, don't, and I don't have a story. No, I just remember Make he showed me. Make up a name first. Uh, what if your feet were his vaginas? Name, his his initials were AC. That one just showed Hans is a dum dum, which my therapist says I'm not. One. Here's what I pictured: sack lunch, Goldie Hawn. Uh-huh. Uh What's her profession? She's a, she, um, she's a genie. She's a genie. Okay. All right. So Goldie Hawn is okay. a genie, okay. and uh-huh. Kurt Russell, of course, wife just died. 
Okay. And he's got three kids to this, take care of and just, make sack is, lunches for. This is overboard. You described <laughs> the plot not, of overboard, no, it's except instead of Goldie Hawn being rich, she's a fucking genie. It's the same thing. He's, he's got to make sack lunches for the kids. Uh-huh. And that was our first foray into the trailer world. So, more to come. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. We love you so much that we did something about it. We put... We put episode one into the Disney vault next to that real, real racist one.